0: Greetings, hello and welcome to the post-Hurricane Kieran podcast that is number, Stan, what number is this? Shout in the background, oh, producer Stan. Anyway, welcome Seven. to our latest podcast, Sofa Broker with myself, Solomon Charles Edward Strickland and Daniel Peter McPeak, sitting over there. Daniel, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm trying to bite
1: the inside of my mouth to stop me talking just to get me through that intro but now i'm good you
0: how are you more importantly how are you i'm i'm pretty good i i'm i'm quite well travelled recently which i know um causes we, yeah. you much mirth i've had holidays number 18? (laughs) (laughs) 19? (laughs) How many holidays does an Etonian take on average? I don't know. Why don't you go to Eton
1: and do a... Oh, clearly knows I can't. Um, Okay, we won't talk about your various holidays and disappearance off and failure to even get... Did you get through Eton? Did you make it through the end? Because your mum and dad paid for it, right? You got
0: to it. Did you... um, What what happens at the end of Eton? I'd just like to say, this has been hijacked. Thank you, Dan, for bringing this up again um yeah but do you um
1: do you get a certificate to say well done on getting through Eton, here's a load of a's and b's is is that what happened no what, what <laughs> no not with me it didn't But <laughs> oh, well,
0: what it what they do actually you know when you leave What's each, the short version bro what what they do is they they give you a list of very very influential and powerful people and say don't bother with the rest of the world because they're not going to get you anywhere in life here's a list of people that will help you with life and give you a leg up so that you don't have to work Ah, oh, and they didn't include you on that list. To anybody else, uh, doing taking... I think I was down the pub,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so you fell into real estate, right? Literally, yeah. After we we spoke about it, after what we've you did before in the academy yeah. and everything like that. So, um, bit of a uh, bit of a crazy week, right? Interest rates, we, we know where that is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, no, if
0: anyone's out there, it's, I think they're at 5.25. What are your thoughts on that? Two months in a row staying the same. Do we think turning point, holding pattern for next
1: uh, year? You, look, you know, as with everything, like interest rates, I pay no attention to it.
0: It's, uh, it. It doesn't actually... It's funny because the world that we're in, let's, let's look at the worlds that we inhabit real, real estate-wise. Ultra-luxury... Probably not. It's just what's available and price and all that kind yep. of stuff. And yeah, those guys with all the money, if you've got a Swiss bank account with dollars in it, your interest rates are going to be peanuts anyway. It doesn't make yep. any difference what's going on in the, in the real world. And then obviously with us, with our lofty, cool, alternative kind of stock that we've been doing all these years, you know, what have we done? We're about to complete on a three point something million loft. We've got offers at one late ones on a on a mixed use cool warehouse building yep. so, and, and other stuff happening. So... I think, again, I th- you know, we talk about tunnel vision and, and when you start your own independent brokerage with a brand or without, if you've got that tunnel vision, if you've got a niche, maybe that sees you through. I was talking to a good mate of mine the other day who is very much in, in that world and hunky-dory you know
1: yeah i think you know interest rates and they do affect you know the mums and dads of britain are affected by and i've i've been in this world you know i own one of these properties and you do look at interest rates but i don't look at it as an agent i don't you know sit there panicking oh god what's happening with the industry because of interest rates? otherwise there was no point in me ever actually starting to become uh, an agent you know you ha- you don't you have to be resilient to a certain degree in anything that you're going to do and you have to be aware of everything but you can't panic and make decisions based on interest rates you know we can't have a situation where oh we think that we're gonna, they're going to stick at the moment which me and you kind of think they might and we think that maybe there's going to be an election. We know they kind of come down a little mm, bit at that mm. point, um, but it's like getting involved in it too much to be like, "Oh, what's happening in interest rates?" I don't fucking care. Well,
0: that's a really good <laughs> point because I think people who are who are um, open to knee-jerk reactions, you know, they're probably not going to make the right decision, are they? Whether it's like, "Oh, do I do I actually carry on doing this business?" There are probably agents out there right now across the UK and I dare say the states. So we're looking at the interest rates looking at the market especially in metropolitan areas where there's a lot of leasehold flats that aren't selling because they've got the added service charge on top of you you know your rates and we know for a fact that uh, the number of people who are um doing valuations or listing appointments are coming back and people who own houses are saying well thanks a lot for letting me know what my house is worth we're actually going to extend it because we don't think there's much point moving or trying to sell yeah. so it, i think you know you could you know look at your business and go christ where's the next sale what's going to happen next and and make a knee jerk reaction but you know we've we've been doing this for 25 years and we're still here doing it so we've seen all of that stuff it's I, I'm laughing trying to think, what what do we do we do what you just said we just don't bother we plow on and
1: no anyone that's going to get into the industry long term mm. i don't mean someone that's going to jump in on it For a year or two years or three years or or someone that's flighty or someone that thinks they can make 200,000 pounds a week, you know, I don't mean someone that's you know clearly Not taking it sensibly and on board correctly, you know If someone is panicking about what is going on with it they're flighty How can they actually? Sit down and give the right information to a vendor If they're worried about where the market is because I think if you're speaking to a vendor and the vendor clearly would have a need to sell or a curiosity is developing where they're thinking of selling, you can only deliver the best possible example of that. If you sit down and say, you know, the market is doing X, Y and Z, you become a little bit then like, you know it's almost like you're understanding money and you've got a deeper understanding of anyone else and you know where money's going to go and what's going to happen that's interesting
0: because there's a big difference between between being a, a real estate advisor yeah. and, and talking openly about what you would like to do with the property to create a market etc and having a road map towards where you might get to mm-hmm. and trying all those different things and i'll talk about that in a minute actually and then there's that thing where people think because they're Maybe they got their own name, their name above the door, or you know they've got you know a reasonably successful business, whatever. That suddenly they have to be a financial guru, and when people go down that road and <laughs> yeah, yeah. start telling people who are probably more successful than them, uh, probably in some kind of fan- financial it's the, it's way, the, it's the armchair yeah. um, financial idiot that causes I, the most problems. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never, and actually, in, and I mentioned just then, I've, I'm working with a couple of sellers at the moment. I'm not that many these days, as you know, but. I'm working with a couple of sellers, and we've been through the mill, and we've seen that portals haven't worked, we think we're at the right kind of price, we know there's an issue with leasehold, uh, with service charges, um, uh, and the affordability around that, even at in the sort of million to two million mark. You know, I did say to someone the other day, I said, God, it seems to me that people with two million quid don't actually have any money yeah. if, they're, if they're balking at five, six, seven grand service charge, which I know sounds incredibly flippant, and I don't mean it like that, but in London, that's quite normal. Um, and so, you know, I'm not going to turn around to them and, and, and give them sort of a, you know, war and peace about the, the, the Bank of England and the financial markets and what's ha- what happens in New York and normally happens in London and we should just wait. And I'm just talking to them about what I know. And that is, we've tried the portals, you know, we will probably withdraw from that. The next thing is, let's get as many brokers as we can into your property and see if we can sell it through our broker network. And after that, we'll try some sort of a media event, you know, around social media or we'll, you know, go back and do some, some video. I saw something very interesting on probably Instagram or LinkedIn the other day about, um, buyer or consumer interaction in real estate with video and how, you know, photos, no matter how good quality they are, are not, um, what's the word? They're not attracting the interest, not piquing the interest of people in the same way that videos are.
1: Well, I mean, that's interesting. We've seen that with a couple of portals. They're trying to do that now. Mm. But I think when it comes, you know, to your mums and dads of Britain and agents that are working, you know, in, in a naught to a million pound bracket, and there's there, there there's a concern out there that they are worried about interest rates because they've spoken to a friend down the pub or their mates t- told them on the bus or there's you know their sister or whatever and that, that it's become a thing. They almost talk themselves into a panic and talk themselves into something going on and that you know that can freeze the market you know or you know if 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 they say market you know the rates are really like, it's a great time to buy it speeds everything up so. Either way, if you've got to buy or sell a property and you're an agent that's out there and you're, you're dealing with a vendor that has, you know, your best advice is, have you got to sell? You know, yes, I have. This is the market that we think you're going to be selling in. And it's reasons about that market, not about what's going on in interest rates. And I think we can lead on to that of what's actually happening today and what's happening in, you know, so it's November. The market we're experiencing at the moment across the UK is not good. No. And you've been talking to lots of people about it out there. I've been speaking to people. I've heard people as well. I've been doing on some Zooms with some guys on the States that want to do some training for us. And we've been talking to over here, they've been saying it's not so it's not so good, it's not so great. We're hearing it across some places in Europe, here from hearing it from Portugal we can't never come up with a, a magic hat you we, mm. we can't pull a rabbit out of a hat all the time and say this is the problem we're going to solve it from you no. and you shouldn't do that as agents but what you should have is a very wide understanding of what is actually going on so you know let's asking you mm. what is going on with the market as a general, not taking a snap snapshot of every month mm. in general, because we've had a pretty tough time yep. since you know it went on this time last year with the donuts that managed to fuck everything up. Well done. <laughs> um but would that have happened anyway? And I'm not gonna ask you how you see the market because you never answer it because you're too clever for that. But what is the way for it? How if do you the opposite how do you navigate a market which you said in your words I think this is the hardest market we've ever experienced. Yeah, it is.
0: I think it is. And I, it's not just me. I speak to people, you know, I know, one or two people are quite high up at bigger corporate kind of agents. You are they the guys that did go to Eton? Uh, they're the probably ones that didn't go to Eton, but managed to finish their education in the correct manner. Ah, so yeah. the so what's the who, other if you don't they're, agree the one, to... they're the ones whose parents like them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, but those, you know, those guys, I bumped into, you know, someone we both know very well, um, who's... You know, he's a lifer, 30 years, been MD of a big company. We just bumped in. He was on the phone. He just literally he went like that with the phone. He was on the phone he Just said, worst market in the world, isn't it? And, and I'll be with you in a minute. I was like, yeah. And we just like sort of not laughed at it because, yeah. that, you know, don't want to laugh at it. This is our livelihood. But, you know, it's a cyclical thing for people of our generation who, who have stuck with it. So I think when people like that are saying it, we obviously we know that quite a few people are leaving some of the big agents um the media haven't really helped but we've got to re the reality is we're in a perfect storm of economic downturn then of course the newspapers jump on it as soon as a property doesn't sell or famously doesn't sell or something happens and it sells for less money we're in a recession yeah um so yeah i think i think it's it's a perfect storm of of crap out there but it doesn't mean that things don't happen it doesn't mean that you can't get offers it doesn't mean that people are all going to say well i'm not going to sell because some people do and also you've got to remember you know somebody bought something 10 15 years ago they're still up ahead of the game and okay the- that that so halt right that's interesting We
1: know we can't solve or work out exactly what's going on because we aren't part of, you know, the 1% that's in control of the rest of the world. But, you know, and they're they're doing what they need to do, right? And that's happening. And we're just caught up in it. And we have, we've been here before, right? Not as bad. We've been here before. The financial crash, you know, was terrible.
0: But what happened after the financial crash? Massive, incredible market. 2008 was one of the best years I've ever had. It was a short, sharp, um, an extraordinary seismic event. I think this time around, it's been quite... It's just the way that it's manifested itself has just been more drawn out. And, of course, that's more painful because there's less oh, happening over so, a longer period so, of time. So
1: we've had people have been hit and over the top with a hammer again and again. And just when they think yeah. that they're going to stop getting hit on the head with a hammer, another hammer comes and hits them again. And then someone else has a go. And that's what slowly beaten up yeah. So, so they're beat up they're like they're, they're, think they're so. the, tired the, the they're big, fed up the biggest
0: it. corporates on the, in, the, in the world are beaten up and the smallest independents are beaten up some people have found have, have got a niche that's seen them through it and some haven't some have pivoted okay, some have given up people not, not so much the
1: agents. So okay. are the people, the mums and dads, you know, or the buyers and sellers, whatever they are, are they? have they been beaten up by so much stuff that's just gone on, mm. outside us talking about just real estate, that that has, you know, are we depressed?
0: Cool. Blimey.
1: Is the nation depressed?
0: <sighs> but need to ask the nation that. Um, I, don't, I genuinely don't know how to answer that from a maybe weather with the you know storms hurricanes everything is it this time of year people i don't think
1: it's this year because this has been this has been brewing Mm. you know this has been going on and when i say are people depressed i don't mean you know are we all like oh my god the world is over because clearly
0: you know is this the most miserable podcast we've ever done
1: not not the most not not yes it is not not the most miserable but is this the actuality of the last two or three years Mm. with this market leading up to it and now there's stuff kicking in that's happening on mass right globally that's affecting us and that's getting us down things are getting everyone down so it's leading us into a little bit of a um like you said a perfect storm Mm. but how do we still trade in this market because i promise you something right as sure as god made little green apples Mm. this market now you start in this market or you've been in this market Mm. or you're lucky enough to have stuck with it good or bad 10 15 years ago this is the best learning curve you're ever going to have very true
0: and it's this is it's also it's opportunity yeah you know if you think about the financial crash that was an amazing opportunistic opportunistic moment for a certain type of individual who li- who likes opportunism in the financial markets, you know, whether you think that's a good or a bad thing, you know, it it happens, right? And it's the same thing in real estate. And I think whilst you may one day, you might have to turn around to a client and go, you know what, we've tried everything, and we can't sell it. The next time, and then the next week... You know, you, you might have a developer or a, a referral come to you. They've been with a big global agent. They've got 150 flats that they want to sell. They've sold 50 and they're stuck. And they're coming to you. And now you have an opportunity to do right. something. That's, that's, so, I mean, it, it it's all cyclical. Cool. It's all about being in the room. If you're not in the room and if you give up and you go and pick your nose for, the, for three weeks and wait until Christmas and then say, I'll try and make some money in February, you won't be on the end of that email or that Instagram message that says, I've seen your brand, I've seen you, I've seen your history, I've, you know, great marketing, whatever it might be that draws them to you. I've tried with these guys, we've reached the end of our agreement and it's time for me to change. Would you be interested in talking So
1: to is it fair to say then what's going on at the moment is... The, the, we know that we know the market's tough and we know now that this is the best time to learn to get into real estate because it's it's so hard to actually make it so if you can if you can make it here you can make it anywhere right <laughs> the, for the next couple of couple of years that, uh, are, in, that. Yeah, are in front of us um, but is it because now brand is no longer important when it comes to marketing is it because the individuals that are speaking that are talking to you and that you can relate to, you come together with them people and them groups quicker and therefore do business with them. Is it Coca-Cola's dead, (laughs) right? And the world is open for lots of Coca-Colas to pop up again, like lots of coffee shops, you know, coming up with their artisan this, fucking is, coffee. Is, is this the rebirth
0: of the soda stream? Is
1: it, <laughs> mate, <laughs> my, my, my sister just bought a soda stream. I mean, we got, we got um, Frank as a soda stream. It, it um, you know, it is that kind of thing, right? It's like, cause you see other brands and everyone's popping up and doing stuff. And, sometimes it doesn't give a fuck what their brands in front Answer of your question
0: very quickly yes what you just said is absolutely true and i look at something that's happening in real time with me us at the moment sorry and someone came to us from quite a large brand and said i remember you guys doing something really interesting for us a couple of years ago and i don't remember the name of the guy who did it it wasn't so much the brand but they did a bit of research found out who that guy was and then remembered the brand and then came to us. And I think that's really interesting. The fact yeah. that they then ended up with a particular brand is, is obviously fantastic. And we'll explain to them how that will, how so it's, it's that. time to be local. Yeah. But what I think what's interesting about, and that, you know, we, we're talking about how the, how the agencies become hybrid or it's become independent with a, with a partner and all the, the things that's happening in the, the big shakeup that's happening in this, in this industry. And I think what's interesting with this particular brand and why they came to our brand and the, how they got to us is that they're looking for something a little bit more individual. Yeah. And what have we got in our particular model? I'm not saying we're the best brand in the world because I'm not here to do that. But the brand, the model, enables a collection of really interesting individuals. Yeah. To then represent what they've got and give it an alternative. So it's not just a grey, besuited corporate marketing thing it's a loads of people one or two of them might be a bit gray and a bit suited that's fine if that's what their their um usp is and some of them might be young crazy and bonkers and do things in different ways so
1: if if the if the the agents are out there that are trying to get into this or getting into this and they're on their own um and they're they're finding it tough because it is tough but they're finding themselves they're going to stick at it right they've got some cash which is the most important yeah. thing, right? So they have the ability to stick it because if you haven't got the cash in this market, mm. think twice about actually, you know, stopping
0: doing you gotta it. You got to survive till, if you want to get yeah. to this market, you got to survive till spring. Yeah, right you,
1: you got to get you got you gotta have money from beyond that. You've really got to think long-term to make it happen, I think. But is it time that now's a really good opportunity to batten down the hatches but become the best once the hatches are down Mm. so why why it's down that so if you've got a if you're on a street that you live on and around you you know there's five or six streets nearby now is the chance to go and knock on everyone's door whether they're buying or selling or you just want to say hi Mm. and let them know what you're doing whether they're interested in buying or not whether they're interested in selling or not doesn't matter it's a time to get your voice out if you can button down and get to the market that is you know 12 or 13 streets around your front door and you've spoken to everyone individually regardless of whether or not Mm. they want to sell and told them about you i think this is the best chance you've got of making this a personalized market and that's how you manage to do deals while the hatches are still down because once they come open it'll be like a sub that comes up to the surface and it'll become great and then you can then go it, it will go huge so you know that's kind of what i would want to hear and see you know the younger guys and girls out there doing this you know it's really driving well, it
0: or even anyone who's been in should we say a state agency the salary type and they're thinking god this is you know, tough and now it's boring you know i'm not actually enjoying myself yeah. because i'm not doing as much business when you're busy and you're flying around you know it doesn't really matter what you're you know, how you get paid and what you do. You're just, you're fun. It's fun. You're busy. Everyone likes being busy, right? Well, I hope they do. Um, but these guys who are actually in the industry, who are looking at the other the other way and thinking, actually, I've been in this area for so long, but it's only been to the benefit of the guy that owns the business above me. Yeah. They're the ones who wow. I think should look at that. Get your completions done. Get your money in or whatever it is. Go and b- borrow, beg, steal, whatever it is, the expression from parents or whoever will listen to you. Get yourself a war chest and then get yourself back into the community, yeah. maybe alongside an NSC-type brand or whoever it is you want to do or do it yourself, whatever. Get yourself back into the community that you've been serving at a, you know, on a bit of a salary-type situation. And get yourself ready for next year. Because property always sells. You know? yeah. It will sell. And it's just a question of who it's going to sell with. So you might as well make it, you know, give yourself as good a chance as any as being the person who sells. And of course, if less property is selling, and I think this is crucial, if less c- property is selling across the board and you need to put more effort into finding that one buy when maybe there were 10 or 20 before, depending on where you are, you know, you might as well make as much money per transaction. So if you're only making, you know, 10% of a 1% fee or whatever it might be on the high street, typically these days, you know, that that's not hugely exciting. But if you can go and get a really great listing in your, your chosen area, you know, where you are known in the coffee shops, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, you know, that one cell might, might, might bring you, bring you in 20, 30, 40, 50,000, <laughs> and then you can go again.
1: So it is, you know, if we've come a little bit circle, when we was talking about, you know, getting rid of Coca-Cola. Have we turned into a, uh, a coffee cup agency? Is that the best way to, to get new business now? Is it sitting around coffee shops, speaking to people, you know, being, uh, Uber involved in what's going on locally, but having a global eye yeah. on everything else. You know, is that how we're going to make it through and sell? Because when we, t- we you know, when we t- was talking about, is the nation depressed? Like, you know, is it or isn't it? We we don't know. It's not great, but people like good news, but they don't like bullshit. Yeah. it's no good you saying sold in my road sold in my road sold in my road all this stuff that's going on they don't give a fuck if something's sold in the road they want to know what they, they're selling yeah you know it's about so we need to bring the mindset back to who's sitting in the place So if we're lucky enough to get on evaluation and we're sitting there you know before we start spewing everything out about for how wonderful we are we need to understand the mindset of the people in front of us and let's alter that mindset make it more more malleable i actually i managed to say that you, you did well then <laughs> yeah thank you um i didn't even go to eat uh, make it more malleable and then engage the brains and is that how uh, is that how we can do that is that how we can use 20 or 30 percent of what we've got to get through the next 12 months that are in front of us
0: yeah i think you know all the way through while you're talking that i was thinking actually you know what what is it i think it's 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 brutal to say it, but I think you've got to have money that is true, yeah, right, and it's really unfair, but that's just the, the way the world may be, and real estate's not all that fair anyway, is it no um, and I think this is gonna sound incredibly obvious, but you've got to be good, you know the good the good the good people in any industry tend to survive you know the the nuclear expl- explosions, and you've just got to be good and stay on it, and I think you've really got to want to do it, so if you're a bit of a you know I'm doing this for a laugh. If you're a Bitcoin wannabe millionaire, you, it's no good saying, oh,
1: I'm into Bitcoin and also I sell real estate.
0: Go, go do, do something else and come back middle of next year because it's going to be hard for you, really hard for you.
1: Yeah, so, so treat it like what it is. But it is, you know, we are coming into the hardest market, which is the best way to learn. Because what can happen now, you know, you're going to cut your teeth literally under fire. You know, you'll find out, you'll know. I mean, and we're still honing our skills from them. I mean, the one thing I would suggest that anyone does that, you know, is going to get into this when we talk about getting into the mindset of the vendors before we start shouting about how great we are, is also learn to fucking listen. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? One of the things we can teach everybody here now, you know, while I'm speaking to you, I mean, you just did it when, when I was talking to you. You said while you was talking, I was thinking about, you know, we let our minds drift off because we speak. So I wasn't listening to you. Yeah. We, we speak a lot <laughs> quicker than we think, you know, and we're, we're able to do that. So we need to, you know, one of the tips we, I can give you and Solly agrees is we need to let everyone listen and hear what we've just said. Let it come back. You know, so if you have said something, that it, and this is really powerful when you're on valuations, you know, not only have you listened, you've heard. So you go back and, you know, the vendor said something, and you go, I understand that. I've heard what you've said, and I fully appreciate. We do need to do insert X here. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, so they can hear you saying it back because there's so much noise at the moment. There's so much space going in every direction there's so many people talking about so much it's so noise. the world is now noisier than it has ever been you know I do unfortunately remember when we didn't have mobile phones you know and you know we didn't have social media when I was at school and the world was a lot simpler and I thought it was crazy busy then so now it's like you know for my kids and that growing up it's like Jesus, you know, we're in a world that's so chaotic. Mm. One thing we can do that does work—that you should listen to and will make you money—is not only listen but hear people and let them know you've heard them. Mm.
0: So, on that note, in, I've got something going on in real time, and I think this is a really hard question to answer. Let me do my thinking face. Hmm. Mm. So, Daniel, experienced real estate. Oh, agent. And if you're going to do a proper thinking
1: face, yeah. Can you lift up your skirt? No, not your skirt. Your your um, pillow. Why? Pillow. Just lift it up. The one at the bottom. No, the other one. Yeah, except it's there. Can you grab that there? That's if you turn it around, and yeah, if you open what, it. What am What am I doing? If you open that. Um, so, and then if you can put it on.
0: <laughs>
1: Stop it. Stop. <laughs> okay. If you so, can do it now. Oh, God, all of a sudden, I'm taking you mega seriously. So, so
0: Daniel. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> if you could just quickly kiss the, the, the uh, royal ring. Oops, sorry, that's a bit wrong. Anyway.
1: <laughs> and I did it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay.
0: I've got a question for you. Mm-hmm. What do you do right now as someone's selling agent Yeah, when they are not sold? Okay, and you're thinking, Christ, where's the buyer going to come from? What would you do if they sent you a message going, we found a place that we really want to buy. That's perfect. In this market. That's perfect. And you're the selling agent. I'm the, se- yeah. So and you haven't, that you haven't sold it we yet. We haven't sold it and they found something they want to buy. The
1: first thing I would do is go, great, let me connect you, or connect me with the agent that's buying it. I'd get through to that agent that's buying it and for argument's sake, they're paying half a million pounds for it. Mm-hmm. Phone that agent I'd go, look, you know that I've shown Mr. and Mrs. Y around or Mr. Y or Mrs. and Mrs. Y and they really do love the property that you're marketing, okay? Um, I think they may have even spoke to you. You know, they're interested. They yep. want to make an offer. They're not sold in their current market and we're not sold in this current market and they've got it on a market at 400,000. What I need you to do to make this happen, okay? And um, because it, the, the kind of market we're in is can you get me £30,000 off of the asking price? And it's not to give that 30000 away From the people that are buying this property it's so I can go back to them people and say I can now reduce your property By four hundred thousand to three hundred and seventy five Maybe you can take a couple off that and get it down to three hundred and fifty Now we look cheaper than anyone else that's got this market now. We can make the deal happen now everybody can close it
0: Okay That makes a lot of sense, but how about the fact that There's no one looking at their property. No one offering on their property. And we're probably there's no
1: one there's no one looking and offering because you're offering you four hundred thousand to get them to drop three hundred and fifty is a major ask and never happen. But if you got them to drop three hundred and fifty, you're unlocking because you're unlocking a whole new market. And I think a fire sale, and we know what happens with a fire sale. It means it moves quick. That means you can speed up something else that no one talks about, which is conveyancing. So then you can say to the agent that's working for it for the the buyers Mm. and say to them, look, because they're going to reduce, we're going to be able to make this this property sell quicker. So there's going to be two people involved, two different sets of estate agents, two different sets of conveyancers. Because it's going to happen so quick, we will speed this market up. It's not going to be six months before this is happening. If it's November, I guarantee we're going to be in by Christmas. And that's the benefit of allowing people to free up funds. And you spoke about it when we spoke about the market and what's going on, and it's crazy. Mm. And you said 10, 15 years ago, it wouldn't matter what they're on at. Someone spending 500K and can drop it 30 grand who's been living in it in 10, years 12 years five years it doesn't matter yeah of course they've made triple that amount of money anyway and on that note i'd love to thank you all for paying attention and listening to us again i know solly wants to say hi you know the world isn't that bad it's not going to end up being terrible for everyone watch us on spotify apple amazon youtube stay true stay real stay loose